0: Hey there everyone and welcome to Leap of Faith podcast. I'm Lorraine. I'm your host today as I am four days out of five Uh, and today is episode 65.5 and we are in Exodus chapter 7. So today begins the uh, plagues that God is going to send down onto Egypt. So uh, I'm going to say I think there's at 10 or 11, I'm not sure how many, but so for the next like 10 chapters, we're going to be reading about uh, the plagues that uh, because, you know, Pharaoh's heart is being hardened by God and, you know, he refuses to believe and, and let the Egyptians go. So all these plagues are going to happen. So uh, I read through today's and I didn't really highlight a lot. I started to, and then I realized that this is really uh, mostly an account That's the way I'm reading it. It's an account of what's happening uh, at this time and how God is wanting to show himself uh, as God. And he wants the Egyptians to be completely without doubt at the end of all this uh, that he is God. So I am going to open us up in prayer and then I will give you the verse of the day uh we are posting these uh verses uh as well on our facebook page and our instagram page so uh, you can go there and you can download the picture if you want to i think um or save them into your save stuff if you want you know it's they're, you know to me god gives me the verse you know he, I, you know not again i i'm going to say this you know i don't think I'm anything special i mean i don't hear a big booming Voice that tells me I just, you know, feel led, you know, that this is the Bible verse to put down for the day. So, um, that's just the way I think God speaks to me. So, anyway, let me go ahead and pray. I don't want to keep rambling on, and uh, and then we'll say our verse of the day and then we'll read. Holy God, mighty God, we come to you. Humbly and full of thankfulness and gratitude um, for all you do, all that you provide. We always begin with thankfulness because we want to make sure that you know that we love you so much and that we are so eternally grateful for all that you do and all that you provide. And we want to praise you always and give you all the glory for everything that you do. We're thankful. You provide it what we need at the time that we need it. Uh, even when we don't know what we need, you provide it for us. So we're thankful for all of that. Uh, we are also thankful, most thankful for the gift of your son, Jesus. And it's his uh, sacrifice on the cross and the blood that he shed for our sins that we are most thankful for because without that, we would have no hope. But because of that, we have hope and the fact that he rose from the dead. It wasn't just the sacrifice on the cross, but the fact that he rose from the dead and is living amongst us in our hearts, in our souls. So Lord, thank you for sending him to be our savior. Lord, I'm also thankful for those who are out there listening or watching. I pray blessings over every single one of them, Lord. I pray that they are receiving whatever message it is that you're uh, providing for them, just by reading your word once a day, one chapter a day. That's all you need to do. Uh, just so that you can get in the Word and to understand God a little bit better and get to know him better. Uh, Lord, I'm asking for blessings over all of our family and friends. Uh, Watch over us, guide us, direct us, um, and keep us in the pathway that you want us to be on. Just continue to guide and direct us. Watch out where we're going and make sure... That we are on the right path. Lord, we invite you into this um, time in your word. We ask you to anoint it. We ask you to bless it and reveal to us what you want us to know from today's word. Uh, Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so uh, today's Uh, Bible verse, uh, I'm going to call today, Thankful Thursday. Uh, So I've given each day a little tag, a a little goofy, sorry, you know, a little cheesy. That's all right. A little cheesiness is good in the world, I think. So today's Bible verse for Thankful Thursday is, um, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you, and that's 1st Thess- Thessalonians uh, chapter 5, verses 15 through 18. Uh, I, I don't know if we've talked about this before, we probably have because it's been a year, I'm sure we've repeated some stuff. Uh, so, uh, giving thanks in all that you do, all that happens to you, no matter whether it's good or bad. Uh, I know that sounds crazy, but uh, giving thanks in all that you do and everything that happens, because even the good stuff, I mean, I'm sorry, even the bad stuff is used for good. Uh, And, you know, it's, is it that bad? Well, some, some news is really bad. Yeah. You know, some people get really, really bad news, you know, from their doctors, uh, from their mechanics. Some people get bad news from their dentists or electricians. You know, it depends upon your situation. Uh, Things happen, stuff happens. But God wants you to be thankful and rejoice in all things. And uh, an example of, and I I think I might have used this before, but one of the uh, elders at our old church told this story where he was coming back from a really nice weekend at their beach house or wherever it was at, and a flat tire on the... Boat trailer, Uh, of course, flat tire. Oh, how horrible after such a great weekend. But you know what? He was thankful. He was praising God for the flat tire because he didn't know. Maybe down the road, you know, there might have been an accident or there might have been something that else worse would have happened. You know, but that moment right there prevented whatever might have happened in the future. We don't know because we're not God. So... Uh, in everything, be thankful. You know, um, I, I look back on situations that I probably shouldn't be alive today, you know, because of my stupidity. But here I am. God brought me through it for whatever reason. God has me here in this moment. And I'm thankful for that. So, you know, I I I thank him. I praise him. And I praise him in the storms. I'm not always 100% good about it. But I really do try uh, to see the good in even the bad stuff. So, so that's my little notations for today. Sorry to mean to ramble. Um, <clears throat> so let's go ahead and get into our chapter. Uh, this is, again, Exodus chapter 7, and we are uh, episode 65.5. Aaron's staff becomes a serpent. Then the Lord said to Moses, Pay close attention to this. I will make you seem like God, to Pharaoh, and your brother Aaron will be your prophet. Tell Aaron everything I command you, and Aaron must command Pharaoh to let the people of Israel leave his country. But I will make Pharaoh's heart stubborn, so I can multiply my miraculous signs and wonders in the land of Egypt. Even then, Pharaoh will refuse to listen to you. So I will bring down my first on Egypt. I'm sorry, my fist. I will bring my down on Egypt. Then I will rescue my forces, my people, the Israelites from the land of Egypt with great acts of judgment. When I raise my powerful hand and bring out the Israelites, the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. So Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord had commanded them. Moses was 80 years old and Aaron was 83 when they made their demands to Pharaoh. Okay, so in our ages, that's pretty old. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Pharaoh will demand, show me a miracle. When he does this, say to Aaron, take your staff and throw it down in front of Pharaoh and it will become a serpent. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and did what the Lord had commanded them. And Aaron threw down his staff before Pharaoh and his officials and it became a serpent. Then Pharaoh called in his own wise men and sorcerers, and these Egyptian magicians did the same thing with their magic. They threw down their staffs, which also became serpents. But then Aaron's staff swallowed up their staffs. Pharaoh's heart, however, remained hard. He still refused to listen, just as the Lord had predicted. A Plague of Blood Then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is stubborn, and he still refuses to let the people go. So go to Pharaoh in the morning as he goes down to the river. Stand on the bank of the Nile and meet him there. Be sure to take along the staff that turned into a snake. Then announce to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has sent me to tell you, Let my people go so they can worship me in the wilderness. Until now, you have refused to listen to him. So this is what the Lord says. I will show you that I am the Lord. Look, I will strike the water of the Nile with this staff in my hand and the river will turn to blood. The fish in it will die and the river will stink. The Egyptians will not be able to drink any water from the Nile. Then the Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron, take your staff and raise your hand over the waters of Egypt. All its rivers, canals, ponds and all the reservoirs. Turn all the water to blood. Everywhere in Egypt, the water will turn to blood, even the water stored in wooden bowls and stone pots. So Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord commanded them. As Pharaoh and all of his officials watched, Aaron raised his staff and struck the water of the Nile. Suddenly, the whole river turned to blood. The fish in the river died and the water became so foul that the Egyptians couldn't drink it. There was blood everywhere throughout the land of Egypt. But again, the magicians of Egypt used their magic and they too turned water into blood. So Pharaoh's heart remained hard. He refused to listen to Moses and Aaron, just as the Lord had predicted. Pharaoh returned to his palace and put the whole thing out of his mind. Then all the Egyptians dug along the riverbanks to find drinking water, for they couldn't drink the water from the Nile. Seven days passed. From the time the Lord struck the Nile. All right. So like I said, I didn't really, I started to highlight and then I realized uh, that this is, um, you know, the things that, okay, so I'm kind of jumping all over because my head's bopping all over the place. The things that popped out to me um, were these words. So in 10, so Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and did what the Lord had commanded them. And then again, in 20, they said they did the same thing. So Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord commanded them. You know, he's, and then in the very beginning, I think um, God even tells him uh, in the second verse, tell Aaron everything I command you and Aaron must command Pharaoh to let the people of, you know, God's giving his... Commands. He's telling them exactly what they need to do. And then you bump down to six. So Moses and Aaron just did just as the Lord had commanded them. They went to, to Pharaoh. Um, you know, he's giving them the ability to perform miracles. This is all through God. And they are being obedient. So, you know, as they're being obedient, God is continuing to support them and be there and providing for them what they need to try to convince the Pharaoh, what he needs to, you know, do is let the people go, but he's also made the, uh, the Pharaoh's heart hardened because, and it says it right here, um, but I will make Pharaoh's heart stubborn so I can multiply my miraculous signs and wonders in the land of Egypt. Um, even then, Pharaoh will refuse to listen to you. So I will bring down my fist on Egypt and I will rescue my um, forces, my people, And when I raise my powerful hand and bring out the Israelites, the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. So this is the whole reason he's, he's forcing Pharaoh's heart to be hardened so that in the end, God will be glorified because that's how this is all panning out. God wants to be known as the Lord of the universe. And that's because that's what he is. And he wants to make sure that all these people know it. So, uh, so Moses and Aaron went and they did what the Lord had commanded. That was in 10. And, uh, he took his staff and turns it into a serpent. But then of course the Pharaoh's magicians and sorcerers, they did the same thing. But then, you know, to show how much bigger God is, Aaron's staff swallowed the magician's staff. So, you know, God's staff was bigger than... The magician's staff, And then, of course, we go into the first plague where the blood of the Nile River turns to blood. And again, um, you know, they're being uh, obedient to God. They're doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. And, and it, it happens. You know, he turns the water into blood. Not just the water in the Nile, but even the water that was stored in wooden bowls and stone pots. And then again, 20. So Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord commanded them. Um, as Pharaoh and all of his officials watched, Aaron raised his staff, struck the water, and the water turned to blood. But then uh, the magicians used their magic, and they turned water into blood too. So, you know, again, you know, then Pharaoh appear in 23. Uh, Pharaoh returned to his palace and put the whole thing out of his mind like as if it never happened um and then at the very last it's telling you that there are seven days a whole week passes from the time the lord struck the nile so tomorrow's we're going to go into the next plague which is the plague of frogs so i didn't really like i said i didn't really highlight a lot in this uh so you know if, if you had other stuff you know maybe you got something different out of it and that's fine um But again, like I said, it's just God showing Pharaoh who he is, is what it it comes down to. At least that's for me. So, well, that's it for today. Uh, As always, I will give you the opportunity to make Jesus Lord of your life. If you have not accepted Jesus into your heart, um, I will say the uh, prayer of salvation. uh, And you can say it with, if you feel like God is telling you that this is your moment, this is your day, this is your whatever, uh, this is it. And um, I wouldn't delay because making Jesus Lord of your life is going to, you're going to have a whole new life, a whole, I mean, your whole perspective uh, changes. And the more you read your Bible, the more you pray, um, the more you get to know God. And, and he just like, he just, he becomes your whole life. And you can't help but think about him all day long. I, I don't know how else to say it. But anyway, um, it it doesn't mean that you're going to have a perfect life, but you will have a life in Christ and you will have the promise of salvation. So, um, let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It's his perfect and spotless blood that was shed for all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation, in Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations, welcome into the adopted family of Jesus Christ, you are now a brother or sister. And uh, today's a day of celebration. Uh, You know, don't hide your light under a, a bushel. Get out there, you know, let people know, Uh, especially people you trust. Uh, It's The person who's been praying for you, there's probably at least one person who's been praying for your salvation, I'm sure of it. Um, So tell that person. And uh, we also uh, recommend that you get to a church, uh, a pastor, someone who can help you, you know, if you got any questions, you know, they've always got the answers, most of the answers. Uh, and they'll help you to get to the next step in your new life. So, uh, we always tell you to mark it in your Bible on today's reading so that you know that today, whatever day it is that you're watching this video or listening to the podcast on whatever, uh, it could be a year from now. I always say this, it might not necessarily be today. Maybe all of a sudden you just stumbled upon this podcast and you're like, wow, I think I'll start listening to this and start reading my Bible. Uh, so if it's, you know, today, a year from now or 10 years from now, who knows? I don't know how long this is going to last for. Uh, but mark it in there as your new birthday and, um, and celebrate, go out and celebrate, join a ministry. If you can be a participant, uh, you know, get into a Bible study, go volunteer, whatever God is leading you to do. I strongly suggest you go do it because that's what it's all about. It's uh, not a spectator sport. You need to get in there and start living for Christ. So that's it for today. I am, again, as always, so blessed to be able to do this with you and uh, just share in God's Word. So I don't know what time of day it is, morning, noon, or night, but I'm just glad that you were able to carve out that little bit of time to read God's Word. So... God bless you. Have a great day. And tomorrow we'll be with uh, Jeremiah. So uh, looking forward to that time of fellowship with him. So God bless you. Have a great day and we'll see you then.